the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Pemby here without James Grande, riding solo here today, breaking down the Monday 11-game main slate. Before we jump into breaking down today's slate, remember to go to fantasyalarm.com slash win. Take advantage of our all-pro offer today. I say 40% on the month-to-month price there with the annual subscription package. You can also get a seven-day free trial and access to all the premium content that we have on site. We'll also shout out to our sponsor there, rtsports.com. Go to rtsports.com slash alarm. From a good alarm 23, new users will get a 100% deposit match with their first deposit. You can take part in their daily fantasy sports contest along with their DFS Pick'em contest there as well. So remember, go to rtsports.com slash alarm, promo code alarm23. Jumping into today's DraftKings main slate again, just riding solo uh, here for today. So it's going to be a little bit of a quick show. Uh, but nonetheless, got plenty to talk about here with 11 games on the slate. Uh, starting at pitcher here, we're going to go with Tyler Glass now and Brandon Woodruff up the top price here. Fran Valdez as well, your top three price starting pitchers at 10-8, 10-3, and $9,800. All three of them in really great spots here. Tyler Glass now going up against the Minnesota Twins. We know the type of strikeout potential this matchup will offer Glass now. He's coming off of a 14 strikeout game. Against the Red Sox here, Minnesota is one of the highest strikeout rate teams against right-handed pitching on the season. When it comes to Brandon Woodruff here, we've kind of faded the Miami Marlins against lefties, but not against righties. They they have a tough time here against right-handed pitching. And Brandon Woodruff, since coming off the IL uh, a little over a month ago, has pitched really, really well. And as you can see here from his recent starts, he's got 11 strikeout game on his ledger here. Uh, Last 10 games for him, eight starts. He's 4-1 with a 2-3. Uh, on the season so uh, again not many outings on the books here for Woodruff given the injuries but he's been dominant when on the mound uh, and then Fran Valdez here we talk about it all the time you're either going to get you know a shutout type performance or you're going to get rocked he's faced Oakland though a bunch this season has fared very well he's 3-0 20 innings pitch just uh, five earned runs allowed and 16 strikeouts for 24 fantasy points under $10,000 for Fran Valdez. so those are your top three price pitchers on an 11-game slate, we do have a couple of value plays I'll take a look at here. Gavin Williams going up against the San Francisco Giants. It's in San Francisco, so good hitters, uh, good pitchers ballpark here. Gavin Williams has pitched fairly well, and we know San Francisco struggles against right-handed pitching on the season. But Jose Quintana, I understand he's facing the Arizona Diamondbacks, and that can be a tough matchup uh, for the lefties. But Quintana has pitched really, really well. And they just really aren't doing too much with his price tag. Again, he's $7,300 in his most recent outing against the Washington uh Washington Nationals there. One earned run, four strikeouts, seven innings in that one. He shut out Texas over six. Uh, really the only blip on his screen there was that game against Atlanta in Atlanta. Uh, really do like him in this spot against Arizona, just given the way he has performed this season at the price tag. And when it comes to value here, a guy that I've gone to a lot with some success, some not success, Cutter Crawford is at home. He's going up against the Yankees. The Yankees have really struggled and continued the struggle against right-handed pitching. So while Cutter Crawford has been very inconsistent this season, a couple of tough outings in his last two against Tampa Bay and Houston, did pitch well against the Dodgers, and in Yankee Stadium, six innings, one earned run, five strikeouts uh, back in August. So has some success against New York already this season. Uh, They continue to struggle. Only $5,700 on a 11-game slate. He's not a core play of mine, but if I'm playing multiple lineups, I'll probably have one with Cutter Crawford in there. 
Looking at the catcher position, uh, go right down to the mid-tier here. We have Jan Gomes in Coors Field. Uh, that's the slate. We have Chicago versus the Rockies, Coors Field matchup. Jan Gomes gets the lefties, $3,700. Uh, Kyle Freeland's on the mound, so uh, very willing just to plug in and play and move on with Jan Gomes here, given his recent success uh, this season and in the past against left-handed pitching. But if you need more, uh, Bo Naylor hitting the ball really well. Alex Cobb is struggling of late. Uh, Naylor 310 with an 1100 OPS, three homers uh, over the last 10 games for him as well. So that bat finally starting to play up at a major league level. Gabriel Reno does have that tough spot against Jose Quintana, but he's hit lefties really well. Uh, again, you know, he has a little bit of power there against lefties. Not as cheap as he's been. He's 3K. Uh, may lean you to find the extra money to go to Jan Gomes there or maybe Bo Naylor, but I do think Moreno could be a spot if you're not looking to pitch Quintana. Uh, and then my last catcher on the slate here, we're going to go Connor Wong. Uh, back on a good spot where he's hitting the ball well. Multi-hit games in two straight. He homered the other night. RBIs in three straight. Uh, does hit the ball really well at Fenway this season. Uh, 290 with an 807 OPS at home. So while Clark Schmidt tends to struggle more against the lefties and the righties, uh, I don't mind a punt play with Connor Wong if he's in the Red Sox lineup. At first base, again, uh, Cody Ballinger, $6,800. If you want to play him, you can. Freddie Freeman against Pedro Villa, again, $6,100. If you want to play him, you can. Uh, but I went right down to the mid-tier. We have Nathaniel Lowe going up against Chris Bass. We know Chris Bass's struggles against left-handed hitters this year. Uh, I know Lowe's recent struggles as well at the plate may keep some people off of him, especially when Tristan Costas is right below him, just $100 less and hitting the ball much better. 308 with a 976 OPS, three homers over the last 10. He homered on Sunday. And again, Clark Schmidt really struggling against lefty power. Uh, could see more people play Casas than Nathaniel Lowe, but that's fine. It makes Nathaniel Lowe a contrarian play. Uh, in the mid-tier range here. A couple of the guys that are on my radar, I think you can go Josh Naylor. Uh, again, just getting back into the swing of things here for Cleveland, but he was on pace to lead the American League in RBIs at one point. I am not a fan of Alex Cobb here this evening. Uh, and then for some value today, I'm going to look down at Jose Abreu. Uh, we're looking at Miller to open, and then Waldesuck will be the long reliever here. Abreu has 16 RBI over the last 10 with a 920 OPS. A uh, little bit of power. Love the RBI totals for Abreu lately. And we know how good the Astros are. Waldesuck really does not stand much of a chance here. So $3,700 gets you some of that Houston exposure. At the second base position, you can spend up for Mookie Betts. No one's going to blame you. But this is the spot where I look to spend down. Again, you can't spend up at every position. This has a pretty good couple of good spend down options here. Uh, Nick Lofton here, uh, the first guy I'm taking a look at, $3,400. Uh, we are not really big fans of Dylan Cease and the way he's pitched this year. Uh, so I think you can go Lofton. Uh, just below him, you have uh, Ronnie Maruccio, someone that we've played a lot of lately, continues to hit the ball pretty well, 310 average uh, since he's been being called up there if you wanted to slot him uh, against Zach Davies, who we think is a pretty bad pitcher and an overall bad human being. Uh, and then Emmanuel Valdez, again, more some lefty power against Clark Schmidt. He had two hits uh, there against Baltimore on Sunday or on Saturday, rather, two for six with a double. Uh, had some hits since being called up, had a home run, so – uh, Emmanuel Valdez at $3,100 can provide some pop against Clark Schmidt at the second base position. At third base, you could spend up there for Rafael Devers or Christopher Morrell. Again, Waldesuck also going to be pitching at some point for Oakland, so Alex Bregman certainly in play uh, as the top spend-up options. Uh, but I look again, I get a couple of guys that I think we can go down to the mid-tier in value, uh, especially Eugenio Suarez against Reed Detmers at $4,300. I like Seattle a lot on this slate. Uh, and then Kevin Biggio, you can find down here fairly cheap at $2,900. Uh, 
uh, hitting the ball pretty well. 329-11 OPS over the last 10 games for him here. Uh, again, looking just to you know, get some exposure there. Dane Dunning got rocked the last time he took the mound. Uh, Kevin Biggio could be in a pretty good spot here to do some damage. At the shortstop position, again, Chris Bassett struggles against lefties are – uh, we've discussed it all season long. I mean, we're in the middle of September. By now, you know, Bassett has struggled against lefties. The sample sizes are not small anymore. It's just the facts. And now he goes up against Corey Seager having a just ridiculous, ridiculous season. He's got six homers over the last 10, 1,000 OPS during that stretch. He homered uh, on Sunday. He's got homers in two of three. He's got 30 homers on the year, 1,000 OPS, 333, every worth every penny that the Texas Rangers paid this man the uh, last season to come over here as their top free agent. Uh, Seager at $6,500, well worth the spend up here on the slate. Dancy Swanson in course against the lefty at $5,500. You know, you can uh, you know, click that cash register. Bo Bichette back in the lineup here. Uh, I know he got a little slow start the other day uh, on Sunday, but he did have two hits on uh, Friday when he took the uh, return for the Blue Jays. So it could go there at $5,400. Uh, for this, there wasn't other options I was really paying attention to. I liked the spend-ups there, especially for Seager. Maybe my favorite play of the entire slate here. But uh, if Sedan Raphael is in the lineup, I would consider him at $2,700. Um, went 0 for 4 with a run, a walk, and a solo base uh, on Sunday. He's had you know, some decent success when given the opportunities. Uh, as the Red Sox sort of continue to fall out of contention, he should start seeing more playing time. And then we wrap it up in the outfield again. I know this is a little bit of a quick show here, but uh, 11 games. We'll have the full playbook. We'll be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern with Colby Conway to break down the entire slate, give you all the latest news, updates, and weather uh, as it comes across. But uh, when it comes to the outfield, uh, I like a lot of uh, the, you know, some obvious plays here. We talk Seattle. I think Julio Rodriguez and Teoscar Hernandez, two guys I'm going to take a peek at. The Houston outfield for sure. With Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker, again, Miller to open at some point. Ken Waldesuck gets out there. We know both Jordan and Tucker hit lefties really well this season. We've discussed bets if you want to go there. Ballinger, of course, uh, if you find yourself wanting to go there. I like the Red Sox outfield here. Uh, you know, Duvall, Verdugo, Yoshida. Schmidt struggles more against lefties than righties, but you know, we know Duvall has the power to certainly do some damage there. So I think all three of the Red Sox outfielders are in play. Uh, say a Suzuki in a good spot here against a lefty in Kyle Freeland. Uh, say a 400 average 1,200 OPS over the last 10 uh, at $4,200. Feels like a pretty good bargain for a guy playing in Coors Field. Uh, MJ Melendez is another value play. Price under $3,000, under $4,000 rather. Uh, Dylan Cease's struggles. I think Melendez there at $3,500 has the power that we're looking for that could get that done for our tournament lineups. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski has been back in the lineup and raking. Again, I like Gavin Williams, but if you're not going the Gavin Williams route, maybe you like Mike Yastrzemski here, 393 to 1250 OPS over his last 10 games. Uh, Leotis Tavares is a switch hitter for the Rangers. He'll hit lefty against Bassett, so got to at least give him the nod. Uh, and then DJ Stewart is my value play down here uh, until we know what the official lineups are. Five homers over the last 10, 1,000 OPS. Just kind of keeps doing what he's doing. And Zach Davies is pretty trash. So at $3,100, I do like DJ Stewart. Uh, if Wilder Abreu is in a lineup for the Red Sox, we can take a peek at him as well at $3,000. Uh, but for now, let's look at the outfield again. We'll be back at 5 o'clock Eastern to break down uh, all the slate with the lineups, the updates, the news, you name it. We'll cover it myself and Colby Conway. But we end each show building a lineup 
So let's go ahead and see what we can get done here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug in Jose Quintana in the mid-tier. And then I really like uh, the, the little bit of savings we're going to get going uh, with Framber Valdez. Though at the catcher position here, I'm going to go down again, find the mid-tier with Jan Gomes at 37. First base is going to be Tristan Casas for me. Going to spend down for Emmanuel Valdez. Again, assuming he is in the lineup, but we're, I think we're going to see a lot of lefties. Against Clark Schmidt here. Uh, at shortstop, I already mentioned I'm spending all the way up for Seegers. That's my main spend here. Uh, for third base, uh, looking at the third base position, I think Calvin Biggio is where I'm going to take a look uh, just for some value. $2,900 against Dane Dunning. I like the multi-position eligibility. That leaves us with $4,100 a player. I mentioned already liking Stewart here. If I can spell his name correctly right away, there we go. At $3,100, that gives us a $4,600 play. Uh, I mentioned being in on Seiya Suzuki as well at 42 Finding him down here. Already passed him. Seiya at 42 That gives me a 5K play. Uh, and we can go with... Let's go Teoscar. So we'll run with Teoscar here. $600 remaining. Again, if you want to find different ways to take that $600, you can go get Brandon Woodruff. Uh, in your lineups there as well. So, again, a quick little rundown for a lineup here. Jose Quintana, Brandon Woodruff, Jan Gomes, Tristan Casas, and Manuel Valdez, Kevin Biggio, Corey Seager, DJ Stewart, Seiya Suzuki, and Teoscar Hernandez. Uh, we'll be back again live at 5 o'clock Eastern to break everything down for all of you. Uh, find us in the Discord. Find me on Twitter, jnpemba777. Uh, good luck, everybody. We'll catch you guys at 5 o'clock Eastern.